Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up on 5 Minute News. Facebook board upholds Trump ban. US backs waiving intellectual property rules on vaccines. And US Justice Department worried about Arizona Senate recount. It's Thursday, May 6. I'm Anthony Davis. Former President Donald Trump won't return to Facebook, at least not yet. Four months after Facebook suspended Trump's accounts, having concluded that he incited violence leading to the deadly January 6 Capitol riot, the company's quasi-independent oversight board upheld the bans. But it told Facebook to specify how long they would last, saying that its indefinite ban on the former president was unreasonable. The ruling, which gives Facebook six months to comply, effectively postpones any possible Trump reinstatement and puts the onus for that decision squarely back on the company. That could leave Facebook in the worst of all possible worlds, one in which Trump supporters remain enraged over the bans, his critics pushing for broader social media regulation, and the company stuck with a momentous issue it clearly hoped the oversight board would resolve. The decision only kicks the can down the road, said Jonathan Greenblatt, the head of the Anti-Defamation League, who said it highlighted the need for greater government oversight of social platforms. The board ruled that Facebook was correct to suspend Trump's account four months ago, but it said the company erred by applying a vague penalty and then passing the question of whether to ban Trump permanently to the board. The board agreed with Facebook that two of Trump's January 6 posts severely violated the content standards of both Facebook and Instagram. We love you, you're very special, Trump said to the rioters in the first post. In the second, he called them great patriots and told them to remember this day forever. Those violated Facebook's rules against praising or supporting people engaged in violence, the board said, warranting the suspension. Meanwhile, on Monday this week, Trump used his personal website to post the false claim that the fraudulent presidential election of 2020 will be, from this day forth, known as the Big Lie. The Biden administration on Wednesday joined calls for more sharing of the technology behind COVID-19 vaccines to help speed the end of the pandemic, a shift that puts the US alongside many in the developing world who want rich countries to do more to get doses to the needy. United States Trade Representative Catherine Tai announced the government's position amid World Trade Organization talks about a possible temporary waiver of its protections that would allow more manufacturers to produce the life-saving vaccines. 
She cautioned that it would take time to research the required global consensus to waive the protections under WTO rules, and US officials said it would not have an immediate effect on the global supply of COVID-19 shots. Tai's announcement came hours after the WTO Director-General spoke to a closed-door meeting of ambassadors from developing and developed countries that have been wrangling over the issue, but agree on the need for wider access to COVID-19 treatments. The WTO's General Counsel took up the issue of a temporary waiver for intellectual property protections on COVID-19 vaccines and other tools, which South Africa and India first proposed in October. The idea has gained support among some progressive lawmakers in the West. More than 100 countries have come out in support of the proposal, and a group of 110 members of Congress, all fellow Democrats of Biden, sent him a letter last month that called on him to support the waiver. Opponents, especially from industry, say a waiver would be no panacea. They insist that production of coronavirus vaccines is complex and can't be ramped up by easing intellectual property. They also say lifting protections could hurt future innovation. The US Department of Justice expressed concern on Wednesday about ballot security and potential voter intimidation arising from the Republican-controlled Arizona Senate's unprecedented private recount of the 2020 presidential election results in Maricopa County. In a letter to the GOP Senate President Karen Fan, the head of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division, said the Senate's farming out of 2.1 million ballots from the state's most populous county to a contractor may run afoul of federal law, requiring ballots to remain in the control of elections officials for 22 months. And Principal Deputy Assistant Attorney General Pamela S. Carlin said that the Senate contractor's plans to directly contact voters could amount to illegal voter intimidation. Past experience with similar investigative efforts around the country has raised concerns that they can be directed at minority voters, which potentially can implicate the anti-intimidation prohibitions of the Voting Rights Act, Carlin wrote. Such investigative efforts can have a significant intimidating effect on qualified voters that can deter them from seeking to vote in the future. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? 
And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.